Amin. Amin. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of Allah, the beneficent and merciful. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. Assalamu alaikum, my dear brothers and sisters, and Ramadan Mubarak. This is your brother, Abdul Mutakir Muhammad, on this 28th day of Ramadan. Let us begin by thanking Allah for allowing us to participate in his blessed fast of Ramadan. Let us thank each and every one of you and welcome you once again to the Ramadan prayer line. The Umar reflects and we pray that our time together will be beneficial, will aid us, be a blessing to us as we grow and develop as believers in Allah. Oh, brothers and sisters, we were blessed and honored yesterday to hear from the youth of our nation. Uh, we heard from Brother uh, uh, Kadir from the Adan and Colleen with the historic perspective, and our guest speaker was none other than Miss Naila Muhammad. The Quranic recitation, recitation from Samora and Jasmine and Aliyah. And the hadith was given by the little brother Hawk and uh, the Nisa report by Sister Majida. And our host yesterday, none other than the great Zari Muhammad. I know it watered your soul as it watered my soul to hear them on the line yesterday. And brothers and sisters, they did all of that in 28 minutes. We got some work to do. May Allah bless our youth and may Allah bless them. And we thank them for being on the line and their parents. I know their parents are so proud as I am and many others. We thank Allah for our speakers yesterday. We thank Allah for our guest speaker today. To take us further into our program is our beloved sister and Dr. Nisa Islam Muhammad. Sister Nisa? Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, ma'am. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness Muhammad is his messenger. It really gives me a great honor to come before you today, and I just want to do a few quick historical reminders about Ramadan before I introduce our special guest speaker. So um, we know that Ramadan is the month in which the Holy Quran was revealed, and one of the things that people may not think about is that one of the first people to believe in this revelation, after Prophet Muhammad received it was his wife, Khadija. So she was the first woman to believe, and she was the first person, in fact, to believe. So that's kind of very historic. And so we want to be able to remember that. Also, during Ramadan, um, 10 years into, uh, 10 years after revelation, was what's called the year of sadness. And it was during that year that um, his wife Khadija and his uncle Abu Talib died. So it's really, it was really a very traumatic time for Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. Also during the month of Ramadan, the Battle of Badr took place. And we've had several speakers talk about the Battle of Badr. It was a very famous battle that happened in, uh, in the two years after Hijra, two years after they left Mecca and went to Medina. And it was during that year that um, the, 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 the Muslims were outnumbered you know, 300 to 1,000. And so 300, yeah, 300 to over 1,000 of the Meccans, and Allah blessed them with the victory. 
Another thing um, that happened during the holy month of Ramadan was um, the, um, the, the, the Leotol Qadr, which is the night of power. And that is something that all the Muslims are trying to figure out because we don't know exactly when the night of power is, when the night of power was, but we do know that it was an odd night. So while this is the 28th day, we're going into the 29th night. And so we are definitely looking for the night of power and looking for all of the many things, many of the blessings that we want Allah to give us. So this is a month where we're asking Allah over and over again to forgive us for our transgressions, forgive us for all the things that we know we have done wrong. Because even though we may not know, but Allah knows. Allah knows what we have done, things that we have hidden in our minds, hidden that other people may not know, but really believers, Allah knows. So it really gives me great pleasure to introduce our guest speaker for this morning. And when I had the idea of doing this kind of gathering for Muslims, initially it was for a small group of Muslims, family and friends, to really help my children, you know, stay Muslim and continue to strengthen their faith in the Holy Month of Ramadan. I put this idea to Brother Jamil. I said, Brother Jamil, what do you think about this idea? And if anyone knows Brother Jamil, you know he is just a really wonderful, caring, sensitive brother. And he is our guest speaker this morning. So without any further delay, I want to introduce to some and present to others, none other than Brother Jamil. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. La ilaha illallah Muhammadan Rasulullah. Assalamu alaikum, everyone, and Ramadan Mubarak. I thank Allah for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaching me Islam. As put forward by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, I'm so grateful to be a Muslim, to be alive, to be blessed, and to be with you this morning. Thanks, of course, to Dr. Nisa Islam and to her team, Brother Muthaka, Brother Shaheed, Minister Akbar, Brother Abdul Jalil. Thank you all, my dear brothers, for supporting our sister in this noble effort to unite the Muslims worldwide. Now, I take today's brief talk, and it will be brief by Allah's grace, from today's Jusa 28, from Salat al-Hashr, The Banishment, Chapter 59, Section 3. If I had to title it, I would call it Allahu Akbar, simply Allahu Akbar. God is greater. God is greater than anything else in the universe and certainly greater than any attempt to render him second in any way. I submit for your consideration this morning that Allah is greater than whatever your problem is. Hmm. Whatever your problem is, is nothing compared to Allah's power to change it. Perhaps we should focus then on Allah as he introduces himself to us. By way of that introduction, I'm reminded of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan sharing with us in a talk called The Will of God from 1986 in Chicago. The Honorable Minister Farrakhan said, everything in creation is the manifestation of the will of God. All of creation expresses the attributes or characteristics of this mighty being, the originator of the heavens and the earth. But the will of God is the power behind the throne. The will of God is the power behind the universe, its creation, its maintenance, and its sustenance. 
the Holy Quran, Minister Farrakhan continues, constantly reminds us that Allah's command is just be, and it is. But this is not some spooky term such as abracadabra or open sesame. When Allah, God, says be, he summons the power of his own being, his creative mind and will to bring about what he wills. When Allah says be, this is an expression of his will, but it is more than just the expression of his will. For when he says be, he arranges forces, resources, angels, people, according to a plan to bring about the fruition of his will. Now you all know at five o'clock in the morning, I'm not attempting to preach to you. I don't pretend to be teaching you anything that you don't already know, but maybe we can look at it a little bit differently this morning and help each other make it through this holy month of Ramadan successfully by Allah's grace. Turning with me to Surah 59, Section 3, in Ayah 18, we read, Bismillah, Rahman, Mirahim. O you who believe, keep your duty to Allah, and let every soul consider that which it sends forth for the morrow, and keep your duty to Allah. Surely Allah is aware of what you do. I'm going to go through this quickly so we can get it together. Verse 19 says, And be not like those who forget Allah, so he makes them forget their own souls. These are the transgressors. Not alike are the companions of the fire and the owners of the garden. The owners of the garden are the achievers. Let me insert right here, that's you. You are the achievers in the name of Allah, by the permission of Allah. We go back to the text. Had we sent down this Quran on a mountain, thou wouldst certainly have seen it falling down, splitting asunder because of the fear of Allah. And we sent forth these parables to men that they may reflect. Now these last ayahs, these last three I want to focus on because Allah introduces himself to us and reaffirms in our minds and confirms within our spirit his power over anything that troubles us. I know you got troubles. I know you have financial troubles and relationship troubles. Some of you have legal troubles and others have medical troubles. Some of you have trouble just starting your car in the morning. Every day on the way to work is a gamble. It's a crapshoot. Will I make it? Will I not? I know we've got problems. But the trivial problems of this world are the slightest bit of what Allah can deal with. Allah deals with the universe and its maintenance tires him not. Look here in Ayah 22. The scripture continues, He is Allah besides whom there is no God the knower of the unseen and the seen. He is the beneficent, the merciful. He is Allah, besides whom there is no God, the King, the Holy, the author of peace, the grantor of security, guardian over all, the mighty, the supreme, the possessor of greatness. Glory be to Allah from that which they set up with him. He is Allah, the creator, the maker, the fashioner. 
His are the most beautiful names. Whatever is in the heavens and the earth declares his glory, and he is the mighty, the wise. <laughs> Allah introduces himself to the believer with a reminder of the omnipotence that is his and his alone. He reminds us of the omniscience which is his and his alone. He reminds us of the omnipresence which is his and his alone. And so the problems that we have, the fissures in our relationships, the disintegration of our previous unity, all of those things are no problem to Allah. In fact, he can take that which has been broken and not only repair it, he can improve it. He can take that which was cast aside and not only restore it, but he can place it on top of civilization. If you don't believe me, watch the history of your nation of Islam in the West and watch the power of Islam all around the globe to reform human life by the power of the word and will and work and walk of Almighty Allah. This morning is Ramadan 28. We are happy that Allah has given us in his word that which heals, that which serves, that which saves, that which uplifts, that which confirms us not only in our relationship to him, but it repairs our relationship to each other. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We've not been getting along right. We've been casting each other out as if we can be <laughs> beloved by God while being hateful to one another. That's not even mathematically correct. So let us join on to Islam. Let us accept our own and be ourselves. Whether you are in Senegal this morning or Saudi Arabia, whether you are in Ghana or in Germany, whether you're in the U.S. or the U.K., wherever you are, Canada or Cameroon, it don't matter. This morning, we say all praise is due to Allah. We have decided to accept our own and be ourselves. And this is a great day for us. Ooh, it's a great getting up morning. I feel good about it, and I think you might too. <laughs> so thank you, Minister Farrakhan. Thank you for allowing me to walk these few steps with you along the way. I love you, dear minister, and I love this community to which you called me and which I now call home the mighty, mighty nation of Islam. I love you Muslims all over the world, and you can't stop me from loving you. You have a brother, and even if you kick me down, I'm still going to be your brother after I tighten you up a little bit. So we thank you, dear Allah, for being with us this morning. We thank you for being with us this morning, dear Allah. We thank you for Muhammad ibn Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We thank you for Islam. We thank you for the miracle of the Quran. We thank you for this holy month of Ramadan. And you better cut me off, Brother Abdul Muthakar, because I'm going to keep on thanking him. I'm going to keep on praising him. I'm going to keep on lifting him up because I got breath in my lungs and I got the right mind somewhere near my brain. And I thank him over and over and over again for the opportunity to be a Muslim. Thank you, dear brothers and sisters. Ramadan Mubarak, Assalamu alaikum, Brother Mutaka. Let's get busy and move toward the Hadith of the day. Wa alaikum salam, my brother.
Oh, God. Thank Allah. Thank Allah. I needed that one this morning, brother. Thank you. Thank you for your words with us, brother Jamil, your beautiful spirit that you don't mind sharing with anyone. And may Allah continue to bless you and your family. Thank you, dear brother. That was what we needed this morning. And as my brother said, we will now move to the hadith of the day with our brother Jaleel with an L. Brother Jaleel. Thank you so very much, Brother Musaka. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you and your family and to the Ummah that has joined us on the Ummah Reflects this morning as we wind down the month of Ramadan. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah and we thank Allah and we seek Allah's help from the evil of our bad deeds and the consequences of those bad deeds, and we seek Allah's forgiveness. Whomever Allah guides, none can misguide that person. Whomever Allah leaves wandering aimlessly without guidance, no one can guide that person aright. I vouch there is nothing worthy of worship but Allah. And I vouch that Muhammad ibn Abdullah is his servant and messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The best book is the book of Allah, and the best guidance comes from the Rasulullah, alayhi salatu salam. Every made-up thing in the religion is a going astray, and every going astray leads to the hellfire. May Allah protect us from going astray. I mean, I mean, I mean. We thank Allah for this day, dear brothers and sisters. And the Prophet said, if you can't thank, can't thank the people, you can't thank Allah. So it's apropos that I thank Brother Jamil for his words today. His words were impactful and insightful, and it's our duty, dear brothers and sisters, as fellow believers, to take the Nasiha that he's given us, the advice that he's given us, and use it appropriately. He spoke about the verse in the Quran, a powerful verse. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim O you who believe, keep your duty to Allah. Surely Allah is aware of what you do. And, do, and, and be not like those who forget Allah, for Allah will make you forget yourselves. Allah will make them forget themselves. Brothers and sisters, during the time of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when the companions heard ayats and, and surahs like this, it would make them literally tremble out of fear. They would start crying profusely because they didn't want to be held accountable for such negligent behavior. Because they recognized that they would be judged accordingly on the last day. The last day, dear brothers and sisters, as Muslims, we are to believe in the last day. Anybody who doesn't believe in the last day is a kafir, a disbeliever. And that day has been named many things, the day of judgment, the day of standing, the day of questioning, the day of reckoning, the day of heaviness, and the day of regret. Brothers and sisters, we will regret it if we don't keep our duty to Allah. We will regret it if we don't recognize that Allah is ever watcher over our affairs and aware of what we do. We will regret that. We will regret when we sin openly thinking that Allah doesn't see us. And likewise, we will regret that when we sin in a clandestine type manner thinking that Allah 
cannot see us. That will be a dreadful day, dear brothers and sisters. To forget Allah is a dreadful practice that has dreadful ramifications. We ask Allah to bless us to be of those that remembers Allah and all that we do, striving to make our good deeds outweigh our bad deeds, striving to do that which is ple- that which pleases Allah and staying away from those things that displeases Allah. Listen to this frightening hadith that the Prophet conveyed to the companions. <laughs> Listen to it and ponder over it, dear brothers or sisters. He said, whoever of you who has wronged your brother or your sister in any way, in any manner, whether you might have dishonored that person or wronged them in the slightest manner, make for certain that you beg him for forgiveness today before a day comes where you won't be able to give any money to avail yourself of such sin. You won't be able to give any money to repay your debt to that person for dishonoring him and wronging him. The hadith goes further, dear brothers and sisters. He said, and if you don't do that, know on the day of regret that all of the good deeds that you have accumulated in the dunya Will be the angels will be able to shift those good deeds and put them into the person who you wrong, put them in their account. And if all of those good deeds now have been evapor- evaporated, and you have no more good deeds to give, the person who you've wronged, the brothers and sisters, can now shift their bad deeds onto you, and you will be saddled with those bad deeds because you failed to seek that person's forgiveness for dishonoring him for wronging him, for sinning against him. That's a frightening hadith, dear brothers and sisters. So it's incumbent upon us, dear brothers and sisters, to seek out the persons that you've wronged and keep your duty to Allah, as Brother Jamil said, because seeking out the person you've wronged is part of your duty to Allah. During the time of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was walking with the companions through the cemetery. And he looked down and he saw a plot. And he said to the companions, whose plot is this? And they said, it's so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. He said, that person in that plot right there would do anything he can come out of that plot, out of that casket, out of that box, to simply make two rakahs to his Lord. He didn't say that person would love to come out of that box to see his wife one more time. He didn't say that person would love to come out of that box to see his children, his precious children, and to tell them that he loves them one more time. He didn't say that he would come out, love to come out of that box to be amongst family members and friends and loved ones and the companions that he was with. No, no, no. He said that person would love to come out of that box for the sole purpose of making two rakahs of prayer to his Lord. That means that that brother was negligent in making his salat. 
and he's going to regret that on the day of standing. He's going to regret that on the day of judgment. He's going to regret that on the day of heaviness. He's going to regret that on the day of regret. Let us not have any regrets, dear brothers and sisters. Let us hold fast to the rope of Allah and strive to do that which pleases Allah and stay away from those things that displeases Allah. We need Allah. Allah doesn't need us, dear brothers and sisters. We will regret it if we think Allah needs us. Allah doesn't need us. We need him. Strive to draw nigh unto your Lord. Strive to do the things that are pleasing to your Lord. Give, dear brothers and sisters, give during this last, these last few days so that the giving that you do can wipe away sins that you and I have committed. I ask Allah to bless us to be of those that are stronger these last three or four days of fasting, stronger in our faith, stronger in our belief, and stronger in our drawing nigh to Allah. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam, Brother Jalil. Thank you for the hadith of the day. We will ask our sister Nisa, Dr. Nisa, will she give us the Nisa report and the fast facts? Sister Nisa. As-salamu alaykum. The fast fact of the day is Allah loves kindness in all things. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, had unparalleled kindness. That type of kindness is lacking in our community. It is the drought of simple acts of kindness towards our families, friends, and neighbors that is at the root of a mean society. The absence of kindness has allowed greed, corruption, and selfishness to creep into our hearts. These qualities are now wreaking havoc worldwide, from racial inequalities to economic disparity to politically motivated mass murder and out-of-control consumerism. Who were you kind to recently? Despite the abundances that we have, we are rapidly becoming devoid of our human spirit. This fast fact is a reminder about Prophet Muhammad's greatness through kindness. In Sahih al-Bukhari, a collection of authentic sayings of the Prophet, it is reported that he said, Allah is kind and likes kindness in all things. The Prophet's family and companions explained that although he was the political, religious, economic, and military leader of the Muslims, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was never too busy to be kind. When he received visitors, they stayed until they wanted to leave. When shaking hands, he would never be the first to let go his grip. During and even after the lives of his wives, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was known to show kindness and generosity to his wives, friends, and loved ones. Orphans, the elderly and infirm, children, women, animals, countless stories have been narrated about his attention to these members of his community and the emphasis he put on showing kindness towards all. Being kind to our neighbors may seem obvious because they are likely to return the favor. However, when we are kind to those we think will never be able to return the favor, we will see real change in society. Sometimes we are only given wealth from Allah because of those around us who need our generosity. A companion by the name of Saad once had a notion that he was superior to those who were not as well off as he was. The prophet peace be upon him, seeing this in Saad, told him, when we show compassion for those who have nothing, no one, and nothing to offer in return, we will see the best of this life and the next. A world of kindness starts with us. 
the prophet, peace be upon him, started the chain reaction of kindness that we are still seeing the effects of today. He came as a mercy to all mankind, not the Arabs, not just the South, South Asians, not to anyone, but to all mankind. We have a responsibility to keep it going, to keep showing compassion to all of Allah's creations. Even when it's bad news, challenging information, please add as much kindness as you can to your delivery. That's the fast fact. Allah loves kindness in all things. Welcome to our listeners from around the world. Countries include Somalia, Serbia, and Sri Lanka. Thank you so much for your support. Since the beginning of Ramadan, there have been 180,000 downloads of the podcast. Absolutely unbelievable. 180,000 downloads. We thank Allah over and over for the opportunity to serve. Thank you for listening. Islam is not the problem. Islam is the answer. As-salamu alaykum. Bismillah wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam, Sister Nisa. Thank you for the fast fact and the, um, the Nisa report. All right, brothers and sisters. You heard my brother J- Jamil with an M. He was talking today about our, the day's reading on day 28. It starts with chapter 51. Verse 8 through chapter 66, verse 12. Surah 51, ayat 8 through Surah 66, ayat 12. And as we close our program, we will always, as we always do, we ask our brother Abdul Shahid Muhammad, would he close us with prayer, brother Shahid? Hi, salam alaikum. Let us pray, dear family. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ مَالِكِ يَوْمِ الدِّينِ Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'in Igdina sirata al-mustaqin Sirata al-ladina an'amta alayhim Khayri al-magdubi alayhim waladhanin O Allah, we beseech thy help and ask thy protection, and believe in thee, and trust in thee. And we laud thee in the best manner, and we thank thee, and we are not ungrateful to thee, and we cast off, and forsake him who disobeys thee. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother brother Shahid, for your prayers with us this morning. Thank you, thank you. As we close, dear brothers and sisters, on behalf of our guest speaker, my brother and friend, student minister Jamil Muhammad, thank you for your beautiful words with us this morning. May Allah continue to bless you and your family. On behalf of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and his family, we thank Allah for him. We thank Allah for you, dear minister, and all that you have done standing up on the work of your father, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and your patience with us as we grow and try to be good Muslims. Thank you for your patience and your guidance to us that we can stand in an hour like this and say, La ilaha illallah, thank you, dear minister. On behalf of the Executive Council of the Nation of Islam and their families, 
We thank Allah for each and every one of you and all that you are doing to aid and assist the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in spreading this mighty word of Islam. We want to make sure that everyone knows that the night of power will be tonight. Tune in to NOI.org, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Tune in as we, we uh, go through the night of power tonight with Imam Sultan Rahman and Student Minister, uh, Student Minister Ismail Muhammad. On behalf of the ministers and imams throughout this country, spreading this word of Islam, Jihad ministers, on behalf of my co-host, Brother Akbar, Sister Nisa, Brother Jalil, Brother Shahid, and each and every one of you, let me leave you as I came to you with the greeting words of peace. As-salamu alaykum. Thank you.